This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Hello and welcome to the Alcoholics Anonymous radio show here on Plains FM 96.9. My name is Chris and I'm an alcoholic. The purpose of this show is to increase public awareness of Alcoholics Anonymous as an effective means of recovery from the disease of alcoholism. Our show has two parts. First, we'll talk a bit about alcoholism, what it is and what AA can do to help. Then we'll interview a recovering alcoholic who is an active member of AA. I'm now going to ask our guest, Rowan, to read the AA preamble, which is read at the start of every AA meeting. Hi, my name is Rowan. I'm an alcoholic. AA preamble. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. AA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organization, or institution, does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help others alcoholics to achieve sobriety. Thanks, Rowan. So let's ask, what is alcoholism? We believe it to be a disease, not a disgrace. There's no shame in having illness or a disease. An unusual feature of this disease is that it will do whatever it can to convince you that you do not have it. However, once it has a hold of you, the progression of symptoms is like the classic disease model and the victim is as helpless as a sufferer of cancer. If you are an alcoholic, you are at the beginning of a long road that usually ends in one of three places, prisons, institutions or death. If you think this sounds dramatic, we can assure you that our collective experience has shown this to be true. The challenge is to convince the alcoholic to admit they need help and become willing to seek it. Denial is a major symptom of alcoholism. The alcoholic is often the last one to recognize it and admit that they have it. Our definition of alcoholism is that it is an allergy of the body coupled with an obsession of the mind. The allergy is the physical aspect of the disease. After having the first drink, the phenomenon of craving develops and we lose control over when we will stop drinking. The old saying is, one is too many and a thousand is never enough. And yet because of the obsession of the mind, the mental aspect of the disease, the alcoholic is compelled to keep picking up the first drink. This makes us powerless. We often hear from sober alcoholics that many doubted whether life could be fun without alcohol. Fortunately, those same people report that their lives have improved dramatically since they became sober. The 12-step program of recovery, which is discussed at meetings and which is outlined in the Alcoholics Anonymous Big Book, is how to get sober and maintain our sobriety one day at a time. This program has a proven track record of helping otherwise hopeless alcoholics to achieve long-term sobriety and recovery. 
It has taught us how to enjoy life sober. And so for anyone who has just joined us, you're listening to the Alcoholics Anonymous radio show here on Plains FM 96.9. We're just about to interview an AA member who is going to share his experience with alcoholism. So would our guest Rowan like to introduce himself and give us a quick sketch of who you are? We'd like to know know, maybe where you came from, how old you are, things like that, if you wish to share it. Yeah, your occupation. Yeah. Hi, my name is Rohan. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, originally, I'm from India, uh, one of the big cities over there, and came here in Christchurch seven, seven and a half years ago, almost uh, in 2014. Yeah, came here to study and then like the things there and got settled here. Yeah, but my family ba- is back in India. Yes. Okay. So have you got family here in Christchurch? Yeah, I've got a wife and a kid here. Yeah, right. they are living with me, but my parents are still in right. Delhi. So how long have you been sober, Rowan? Uh, I would be coming up 18 months, coming 22nd of this month. Great. Yeah. yeah. It's a big achievement. Good, good. Um, so when did, how old were you when you started drinking? How did it kind of progress in your life? So so the introduction of alcohol into my life was when I was like 13 years old. But it, it was basically one of my uncle mixed it with the soft drink and I had it. And that was my enco- first encounter with alcohol. And it had a really good effect on me. And I was like, what's happening? But due to my age, which was very less at that time and a lot of parental pressure, I started drinking myself like at the age of 16 or 16 and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And how did it it progress? Uh, Initially, initially when I started drinking with my friends, it was, I remember, like once in a week and... uh, Eventually, like after three or four months, we basically liked the effect. And uh, I I think I mentioned we, but I don't think so. I can't talk about my friends, but the problem happened with me. I liked the thing very much and I started drinking very often. Like I, I still remember the days I, I was like, when I started drinking, I was like, I don't have to drink alone. Like, I won't drink alone in my life. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I will only drink with my friends. But suddenly, like, after five or six months, I realized that my friends saying, started saying no to me, that they can't com- com- accompany me because they have got some commitments or something. So then I tried to find new friends who, <laughs> who drink with me. And I just, I just tried to create a circle where in the evening, like, I can just call anyone and one is ready to drink with me and uh, eventually yeah so it it became like in couple of years time like when I was like college I started my college I think approximately 19 or 18 years of age or 19 years of age I couldn't remember exactly but I then started drinking daily and I remember at that time I also started drinking in the afternoon while coming back to my home I had my fix and so that by the time I would reach home in the evening, no one can see that I have drunk. And 
particularly the country i come from there are a lot of cultural barriers where our, where parents are very strict uh, and particularly if i talk about my parents they are really really very strict about drinking and no one drinks so yeah i almost hide uh, hide my drinking from my parents for like uh, few years but yeah later on they knew that i'm drinking yeah mm-hmm. when did you start to feel that it was a problem i particularly if i talk about myself when i started feeling it was a problem when i came here and after coming here like i almost drank for like 5 years continuously and very heavily like daily drinking and after 3 after coming here and drinking daily for 3 years or so i realized that there is some problem and i couldn't control yeah so myself i realized at that stage however my parents like told me initially like 5 years back when i was in india that you had some problem and you don't have to drink but particularly i didn't i was not aware about any such disease like alcoholism i came to know about the disease from the fellowship only when i contacted one of the a a person in christchurch yeah, that was something i was going to ask you how did you find aa and what um, did you do if i think about the day when i was so desperate and uh, because i remember the day it was morning 8 a.m. and my I was having like a hangover, like a really bad hangover, and I was really tired of basically doing it again and again. And I knew that I had to stop. I have to stop, but I couldn't. Then I tried to Google how to stop drinking and all that, you know. Like then I think from Google maybe I got the contact number, and then I contacted the fellowship here, and then someone from the fellowship contacted me and came, and we had a mutual place to meet, and then. I still remember the definition they have given me about alcoholism. They have just grasped my confidence, and I was like, "Look, I'm like this. I'm like this." And then I basically, that was my initial contact with the fellowship, and I started going to the meetings. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, classic, isn't it? Um, so how did you feel at that first meeting? Did you feel welcome? Y- I feel like very welcomed and I feel like it, the people sitting there are one of like me and uh, it was really a good support everyone welcomed me and I was like shy in the beginning because uh, no one from my country is in the fellowship at the moment I am pretty sure so it was like a new culture for me yeah I definitely struggled to understand some of the things in the meetings starting of course because of the accent and the other things however provided the thing which we all are facing is connected is same so it all makes sense to me at the end of the day like what they were suffering and what my I basically tried to find out similarities rather than differences yeah wonderful so how have you managed to stay sober what have you done to to maintain your sobriety so to 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 be very frank like when i f- uh, this is my second sobri- uh, second uh, recovery so initially when i came to a i basically started going to meetings like daily one meeting a day for like 7 months and then on my birthday eve i thought like i can control my drinking and it was about like 7 and 1/2 months and i was on like 
pink cloud and i was like okay look i don't have a problem now and uh, i feel so good and uh, initial stuff so basically what happened was initially it was a mental relapse i stopped going to the meetings after six or six and a half months then i finding excuses i don't need to go to the meeting i am i'm not like those people like my mind started creating the stories and then on my birthday eve my friends told me forced me to pick or they didn't force me basically it was me who was tempted to pick again because the obsession came back again or it was al- already there but it was just like stopped for some time just because of going to the meetings and the fellowship but uh, yeah i picked up again and i thought like i won't drink daily now i would just drink like in a once in a week and but this time thing was things were totally different this alcoholism hit me back hard i was not even able to stop for one day after starting again so every day as soon as it was evening i was like my irritation all the like so i was only started i i i came back to the same trap where i was and I, all i was thinking during during my day was when i would be drinking in the evening so yeah things were not really great at that moment and after that i really struggled for like another couple of years just try to control going to a meeting one time and then not going for two months then going but yeah i i still i am still thankful to the person who haven't given upon me and one day he called me like and then i basically went again to the fellowship and at that time i was so desperate that i was just like i tried all other measures like i i opted up for the online stop drinking courses and everything but nothing worked so yeah at that time i went to the fellowship i took the service did the steps without wasting any time and with the grace of god now i am like coming up 18 months this 22nd so yeah i'm really grateful to this fellowship yeah, so there was a big change for you in there basically after doing the steps it changed me it changed the way i i'm thinking i was basically by doing the steps i i came to peace with in mind like i the restlessness and uh, the irritation just went away and so it was such a relief that whatever garbage i was carrying on for like years and years and i was not aware so it was just gone basically and and i basically i basically learned how to hand over things to the higher power or god whatever you can say thanks ron how do you feel within yourself today you know your inner changes self esteem confidence perspective on life yeah like my my personal health has gone like really good now uh, when i was drinking i was like really not very good i by the health because your yeah, doctor has already advised me to not drink i was still drinking so the health has gone back good now so which is wonderful family relations are good like i have now time to spend with my kid and my wife earlier i was just spending time with alcohol and then all the fights and quarrels they just gone away the other thing is like i am the most important thing to me is like i am at mental peace at the moment and i have i like to be very frank i i don't think of drinking anymore now look i the 
the thought of drink doesn't come to me and i'm just living like a normal normal life without having the obsession that i need to go for another fix so what about your career and other changes in your life since you got sober um uh, i had took so many challenges uh, after after stopping drinking i basically started my own business and uh, stopped quit my job which is which was a big big thing for me but it really went all smooth because uh, i was not drinking if i would be drinking i i'm sure i would be like down at the moment and won't be able to take up those challenges but yeah so i'm putting more and more hours to work now which i am uh, which i have got like spare after spending with my family so like more so whatever i'm doing right now is with 100% dedication without any uh, interference or in thoughts or like yeah we can say like alco- thinking of about alcohol basically and what about your goals for the future have you got some plans that you'd like for the future yeah yeah um i'm my plan is to basically the first and foremost thing for me is right now to stay sober and basically help others as well to achieve sobriety so i'm continuously working on that i i have got a home group where i go i have got a service commitment so th- that is the main thing so i try to focus more on sobriety now but again we are living in a material world i also focus on the good business and all that i'm trying to basically in basically have increased my business and all that so everything i am doing right now is <coughs> totally leading me and my family towards a good way of living and future good bright future thanks rowan i is described as a spiritual program what does what does spirituality mean to you and how does it differ from religion uh look um i think it is totally different from religion because uh, if i talk about religion in my religion we are not allowed to have drink <laughs> however i was drinking like so it's it doesn't mean that uh, i'm not religious i am still religious and i still believe in my god uh, my god and my religion however spirituality is spirituality is a little bit different like i i when i came here spirituality i would say if i talk about in the terms of a thing it's basically uh, uh, i think it's a it's a experience where you basically know someone is standing with you and you you don't you don't basically feel like you have to do everything on your own someone is with you always and whenever you get into a situation where you are overthinking you can just say look i'm handing over to it my, to my higher power or my god so i think spirituality is basically the 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 thing basically which which took my obsession to drink away and i think for me that's spirituality but i still believe in my religion and uh, yeah so as alcoholics anonymous doesn't say that you know you can't believe in your religion so i'm yeah still practicing practicing my religion but yeah i'm doing this stuff as well and having no issues with that it's terrific and what would you suggest to any listeners who might be listening and think they have a drinking problem what sort of advice would you give them i w- i would like to give the advice that like uh, if you are from a different culture and you are living in new zealand and you think you have got a drinking problem 
डोंट बी स्केयर दैट द पीपल ओवर देयर वॉन्ट नो यू और वॉन्ट वेलकम यू दिस फेलोशिप इज लाइक इट्स मोस्ट वेलकमिंग एंड दे लाइक मोस्ट सपोर्टिव फेलोशिप सो या इफ यू हैव गॉट अ प्रॉब्लम बेसिकली कम टू अ मीटिंग एंड basically you will get to know whether you are one of us or not so from there you can decide whether you are one of us alcoholic or not so but if you are an alcoholic you need to be i would advise that don't waste time trying to find solutions other way because i have done that way i have done i have spent so much time but yeah the yeah so if you have a problem contact alcoholics anonymous you would definitely get a help thanks ron it's lovely so thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your story with us so um for our listeners if you've related to anything you've heard or would like some more information about alcoholics anonymous you can look us up on the web at www.aa.org.nz or call us on 0800 aa works There are over 60 meetings a week in Canterbury, so it's likely there's one near you. Join us next week to hear more from AA members sharing their experiences. Our show is every Monday at 5:30 p.m. on Plains FM and repeats on Wednesday at 12:30 p.m. You can also find podcasts of our past shows on the Plains FM website at plainsfm.org.nz. or you can download subscribe and listen to podcasts on iTunes and Spotify that brings us to the end of the show thank you for listening and remember if you want to drink that's your business but if you want to stop we can help you don't have to do it alone and we'll now close the show with a serenity prayer as we do in every aa meeting god grant, grant me the serenity To accept, to accept the things, the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. You've been listening to the Alcoholics Anonymous radio show on Plains FM ninety six point nine.